heart starts to pound I wonder if you even see me standing here She sways in the wind with her leafy green hair She stays in a sin acting like she don't care Sexy carriage you wear is so beautifully I wanna share it, I don't care, it looks good to me Tripping on every word I could say to you Feeling on every verb that I try to do Oh, you're the blessing, the best thing with dressing Oh, Just healthy and light I did what any weak man just might I brought you in close and took out a bite At first it was seven and I truly flew high But when I turned back, I hung my head She sways in the wind with her leafy green hair She stays in a sin, acting like she don't care Sexy carriage you wear is so beautifully I wanna share it, I don't care, it looks good to me Tripping on every word I could say to you Feeling on every verb that I try to do Oh, you're the blessing, the best thing with dressing This carrot was paired with a nice juicy wing. What? Still not cancelled. A cockroach can survive anything. Through drama. Lost relationships and disappointment. Edward is still standing. Still standing. Well, sitting. Probably because he's a misogynistic narcissist. This is MI Cancelled. So put your headphones in, tune out the world, and let's get cancelled together. Welcome to another exciting episode of MI Cancelled. I am, of course. Your host, Edward, and I love drama, motherfuckers, I love drama. So, we've got some drama to cover today. Now, the indie podcast community was in an uproar about five days ago. It seems a little somebody known as Teresa... From the Bad Poets Society podcast Decided to stir up some trouble ah, 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 ah. With none other than 
the fairy pod mother herself, Pixie. Pixie, Pixie, Pixie. Now, I'm assuming there will be a lot of new ears on this episode today. Because I'm talking about drama that just recently happened. I'm talking directly about the indie podcast scene. Talking directly about Pixie. So, here's how I want to start this. And I, in my heart, believe that this is deserved. And I promise this whole episode won't be like this. But here's how I want to start. There's a podcast known as... The 80s Movie Podcast. At the 80s Movie Pod. On Twitter, 80s is numbers, not the word. So it's 80s on Twitter. I want to start with this person because I want to start by saying, Go fuck yourself, dude. And you might be asking yourself, Why would I start the episode like this? And it's because. You, sir, are a big piece of shit. You are what's wrong with the indie podcast community. Get your head. Take it. Now, push. Have Pixie stand up against a wall. Take your hands. Place them on the left and the right side of the wall and push backwards and attempt to dislodge your head from Pixie's asshole. Edward, how dare you share my fucking name, by the way? Who the fuck do you think you are? Listen, you are a loser. You take your IMBD, IMBD page down, dude. You don't need one. Your credits are so shit. Nobody, who, what the fuck are you doing? You live in Long Beach, California. In a shitty house where you have to have roommates, where you're paying like $2,000 a month in rent with your lawyer wife, Cassandra, your goddamn dog, River, and your other dog. I don't know the other dog's name. But it's fucking pathetic. Your career is nothing. You are so braggadocious and you act so above everybody. And you are a manager of a movie theater at best. That was your career, is managing movie theaters. Not working on movies. And you, (laughs) you are a huge part of the problem. I can see why you defend Pixie so much. It's, it's, it's It's a very similar thing. And we'll talk about this later. But you were the manager of a movie theater. Therefore, you thought that you could do movie reviews that would be good and a podcast that would be good. Kind of like Pixie was a stripper and decided doing a podcast would be good. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look, that sounded weird. I really want to insult this person because they suck really bad. And... There's they're they're the problem. The the huge problem that's going on here. This person personified. This this is the problem with the indie podcast community personified is that 80s movie pod. I know it sounded like I said Pixie shouldn't podcast. 
That was weird. That's not what I was trying to say. Pixie and I are not fighting. I don't dislike Pixie. Everything's good. What I meant was how Pixie gives advice about podcasting. It's kind of like how this guy gives reviews about movies. No real credentials there. It just kind of is something that's happening. There we go. That's better. But yeah, I just wanted to start out by saying this guy's a piece of shit. Also, fuck you. Fuck you, because you're just so... You should... And and I want to start by reading... Okay, because there's this thing where... I, I don't know the full context of this, but I do know that this guy, this 80s movie podcast, Edward... Edward Havens the third over here, dude. And by the way, none of this is doxing because it's all so public and you talk about it on Twitter openly like a like whatever. So fuck you again. Um, But apparently someone said something about this guy and he legitimately quit podcasting. He quit podcasting. And then he started podcasting the next day. He's unhinged, ladies and gentlemen. This person's unhinged. And then, after he decided not to do that anymore, he went on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten tweet thread about why he's sorry and why he fucking blah, blah, blah. He's unhinged, basically. This person's crazy. And they are not someone that should be accepted into a community for instance if if i decided hey i am now going to be the arbiter of indie podcasters and i as established myself as a figurehead like pixie does or whatever that the edward from the 80s movie pod would be someone i would exile from my community almost immediately i'd be like look i want you to never associate yourself with me again because you suck that much okay Now that we're 10 minutes in, we can actually start with this episode, okay? I just had to establish that that guy's a piece of shit, okay? Now, let's see. Let's move on. Fuck you, Edward. Sounds like I'm bad-mouthing myself. It's funny. Okay, let's talk in a general sense, because we're going to get to the incident that sparked everything, but I want to talk about this in a much more general sense before we get into specifics, okay? Now, I want to talk about being in the, in the podcast Twitter bubble and being proud of being an indie podcaster. Now, this is something since I somehow became indoctr- indoctrinated into the podcast Twitter area that annoyed me from day one. So, let me tell you, the way that I met Pixie was... I was doing this thing where I was reviewing podcast. Now, asshole Edward, now that I said that, if you're still listening, uh, the reason that I have credentials is because I actually go to school for this shit. I'm in college learning about this stuff. Those are where my credentials come in. See, because before I reviewed a podcast, the difference between me and a lot of these people who are just doing cash grabs and stuff is I sat down. I made a system of how to review a podcast. And before, before I even did that, I said to myself, what gives me the right to place judgment onto other podcasts? I sat there with that question 
And then I answered it. I answered it sufficiently enough for myself. And I began reviewing podcasts. And people began to respect what I said because they could tell I knew what I was talking about. So there's my credentials, Edward, you fuck. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, Pixie and I met because I used to do this thing where I would randomly review podcasts and then I would send it to their email or wherever I could find. I would send them a link to it and say, hey, I reviewed your podcast. You don't have to talk about it at all. It's just something I did for my podcast. And I, I like to show everybody that I did it. That was it. And then Pixie and I just kind of uh, started talking from there. But I, she, she liked my review. She liked the blah, blah, blah. And so I began to get followers from the indie podcast community. And which is what I mostly have for followers is the indie podcast community. I don't like that. I'm not saying I don't appreciate the the follows, but I don't like the artificial nature of it. And I've said this a million times because there's a big difference between your follower count and how much engagement you get. And if we take Pixie for an example, and this is not a shot at Pixie, this is just this is just an example of why this echo chamber is not good. It, it's very bad. So Pixie Pixie has 16,200 followers on her next on stage one account. Um, I would say an average post of hers gets sub 10 likes. So usually less than 10 likes per post. And so she's got a huge follower count, but hardly any engagement on her post. Unless there's a call to action, such as attacking smaller content creators, then there's a little more. But even so, if you have 16,000 followers, logic would follow that you get at least 1,000 likes per post. If it's genuine following. But it's not. And this is a part of the problem of being in that bubble. The podcast Twitter bubble and the indie podcaster bubble. Now... I don't know about you guys, but I'm not proud to be an indie podcaster. I don't want to be an indie podcaster. I want to be a successful podcaster. Because essentially what indie podcaster means is you're not good enough to to make it. So you're here in this little bubble with all the other wannabes. I'm not proud of that. Why the fuck are you proud of that? That is nothing to be proud of. Now the Twitter bubble is is basically it's 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 Watch your profanity. It is a it's the same problem but a different problem at the same time. But it's it's more of the same problem because you have nothing but podcasters following you, whose only real goal is to be able to be popular with their shit. Because I guarantee you, if, if, um, what's his name again? That 80s movie pod, if he blew up all of a sudden and he became rich off of his podcast, do you think he's going to give back to the, to the indie podcast community? I guarantee he said he would say he would, but this pompous asshole would not. He'd move on and do other shit. 
it's there's nothing to be proud of to be in this podcast Twitter bubble and to be an indie podcaster. It's nothing to be proud of. You've accomplished exactly zero things. Oh, you reached a thousand followers on Twitter. Nice. How many of them aren't podcasters? My goal is to get the fuck out because I've screwed up my algorithm now that I've accepted being a part of podcast Twitter. I have fucked up my algorithm. My goal is to break into normie town and get a bunch of normie followers because that's how you know that you've made it and that you have a product worth selling is normies who aren't fucking doing their own podcast or just trying to get attention start showing an interest in you and then you grow and then it'll just keep spreading from there. But you hit a bubble at the top of podcast Twitter where you can't go any higher because the only people following you are more podcasters. And it's, it's, it's cringe as fuck to me. It's so cringy. Now, the other part is when you start to put yourself in your own little echo chamber, you don't want to accept any criticism and anyone a part of your group, you don't want criticized either. Now, just because I'm the one saying that doesn't mean that I'm immune from that. Because I have, I have uh, acquired friends not not a fucking community. See, this is I fucking hate this shit. It's like you guys aren't friends, you're a community. I've made friends. We don't have a community. We're just friends. <laughs> we happen to also we we share the interest of podcasting. We don't sit and make a fucking Twitter space now. Granted, I can't. I don't have enough followers. <laughs> but we don't sit there making Twitter spaces, jerking each other off, okay? Now, look, I have friends. And I think that when you keep yourself in your own little echo chamber, closed off, you attack people for maybe having some having some criticism look i'll be dead honest and i told teresa this too i don't like the way that she went about um calling out pixie okay now i'm going to read i'm going to read the initial tweet okay and this happened july 6th 2 days after we celebrated the greatest country sorry Teresa from Bad Poet Society says, if you refer to yourself or anyone else as a pod father slash mother unjokingly, you are your obnoxious. I'm done holding back. I know I haven't been doing this long, but seriously, some of these leaders aren't leaders. They just want that serotonin release and hopefully your money. That is a good statement. That, that is quite a true statement. Now... The problem is she focused in on one person. She didn't really need to focus in on Pixie. I understand why she did. She explained it to me. But there's a lot of so-called leaders in this indie podcast community that are just doing it because they love attention. And also 
there's money to be made from fellow podcasters. Because Pixie, I'll use her as an example because that's who we're talking about. Pixie can give generic uh, advice. And what's even better, I'll do you one better. Pixie can open up a Twitter space and ask questions and lead other people to give advice and then post that as a podcast episode. And that's her content. She can also... Okay, we're getting a little too far into pixie territory. We're not ready for pixie territory yet. So, Teresa, post that tweet. Now, hold on, let me get to what this fuck. Um, okay, so there were several different tweets, okay? People quote tweeted different ones. But essentially, Teresa was... was saying what i read okay then then uh because the next day on the 7th Teresa posted something about unless your name's adam curry you aren't a podfather or a podmother blah 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 suitably doodle coup and then jeff townsend aka at podcast underscore father tweeted perfect example of how not to use your poetry slash music podcast twitter account what a waste of time now Sounds like someone feels a little guilty about being a douchebag and calling themselves podcast father. That's how that feels to me. Um, I think he's an asshole for quote tweeting her and continuing to have the tweet up after Teresa explained that she wasn't even talking about him. He continues to have the tweet up, but it's okay because he's another one like Pixie that does not get a lot of engagement, although they have a lot of followers on Twitter. So, not really much brigading happened to Teresa due to him quote tweeting and and just being kind of an asshole. Uh, really like, I mean, how pompous, how pompous is it to be like, what a waste of your poetry slash music podcast Twitter account. Ugh. How dare you dare to say that I should not bear the name of Podfather. Shut the fuck up, dude. You're cringe, dude. These communities are cringe as fuck. God damn. Okay. She, uh, like I said, Teresa explained that she wasn't talking about him. And then we have, we have, what's her fuck? Podcast 27, I think, is the name of her. Let me check. Let me make sure. Podcast. Wow, I'm bad at typing. Okay. So, yeah, at Podcast 27, which is Haley, who I've, who I've talked to, who wanted me to review their podcast originally, and then they had a mental breakdown or something. I don't know if that's true or not. I know I've had a conversation with her. Nope. I lied. I made that up. Huh? Anyway, I thought I did. But, uh, no, she's... she's uh. She was very much inv- involved 
What the fuck? Now I have to look at this person. Anyway. She chimed in saying this person is so miserable. It's mad weird. Mad weird. I believe she also posted on Pixies. Because Pixie also quote tweeted this and pinned it to the top of her page. And talk shit and wanted other people to talk shit to Teresa, who has a small following and is a new podcaster. I think that's really shitty behavior. Oh, my God. And we just have people continuing to say some really dumb shit. For instance, we have Steve for the booze podcast at M-I-Z-T-O. E-R underscore misfit. So at Mr. Misfit. He said like the most fucking cringy thing I've ever seen. And there's a lot of cringy thing that's come out of that have come out of the indie podcasting community. Now, Steve. So Teresa says, haha, what is her circle jerk crew? Uh, wait, okay, hold on. Got too ahead of myself. So Steve says, she's our friend, clearly something you're not accustomed to having. I can't speak on podcast father's behalf, but he seems very liked. But next on stage one, Pixie, is awesome, who tried to help people and is a good friend to many people. You do you, boys, but this is a fight you'll lose. Cringe. Cringy as fuck. And then Teresa says, ha ha ha, what is her circle jerk crew, a mafia? Am I supposed to be intimidated? And Steve says the cringiest fucking thing that I, I think I've ever heard. He goes, no, not at all. You're just ensuring that you won't be accepted into the pod community. That's all. But I have a circle jerk to get back to. Enjoy crashing and burning. The. Uh, ugh. Why? 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 You won't be accepted into the pod community. Are you fucking that insane, dude? Are you that insane that you think Pixie can exclude people from the podcasting community? (laughs) You think she could strike them down? Bro, and Pixie, I'm sorry if this sounds like I'm shitting on you. I'm not trying to, but Pixie gets less than 10 people engaging with her post when she has 16,000 followers. It's a mirage, dude. It's all fucking pay no attention to the man behind the goddamn curtain, dude. What are you doing? Holy shit, you are pathetic. All right. So that's that. Okay, so we we read the tweet. And then we had the podcast father, like I said, being a dumbass, thinking that everything's about him. We can cover narcissism narcissism later. By the way, this is not a deep dive into this shit. This is literally surface level. If I have to do a deep dive, I swear to God I will. That's not what this is. This is this is me talking about the incident. The Pixident and also the fucking indie podcasting circle jerk community as a whole. Okay? So those are some of the uh responses. And I'm going to get to Pixie's response in a minute. 
Um, actually, you know what? I'll give Pixie's response now. And then we're going to listen to a couple clips of some people who wanted to respond. One of them being Teresa. And the other being the Rubberneckers podcast who did a segment on it. And they said I could use their audio to, um, for this podcast. So I'm going to do that. And I might also be, uh, my father, Jody B is a part of the Rubberneckers podcast. And I'm not going to say anyone else's names cause they didn't fucking mention me when they talked about this incident. How fucking dare you? I was a part of it. You pieces of shit. But anyway, I might fill in for Jody on a episode that they do later on this month. But anywho, here is Pixie's response. After after Teresa finally said that she was talking about Pixie, this is what Pixie had to say. I was going to wait to respond to this till after work. I am first and foremost in <laughs> I am first and foremost a shit poster, a menace a blight to society. I have never seen myself as a guru. Excuse me. I've been hosting project podcast every Wednesday since October. I ask dumb questions and smarter podcasters discuss them. Yes, I don't take my own advice. Who does me? I do. I do pixie. I take my own advice. And most people do. If most people are giving out advice, the advice, then they're usually following it. And if they're not, then they're usually bullshit artists. Sorry to say, but like you're just basically saying that you're a bullshit artist by saying that. I've built this account from 100 followers in less than two years. That just means you're good at marketing. And I've always said that. Pixie is great at marketing. As a podcaster, I'm trying to get better. How? How? There's things that I told you. See, Pixie and everybody listening. There's things that I suggested for you to improve upon your podcast. Upon your podcast. Do you see how I got tripped up there? Don't fucking judge me, dude. That you never, you never took the advice. There's things that. But there's things that I told you to do that you suggest that other people do now. And you still don't do it, which I think is like three levels of irony. At least you're fucking making an irony lasagna there. Um, it will always be a work in progress. Progress. Elmer Fudd came out. Sorry about that. I'm open, honest, and willing to show people what I'm doing. No, you're. I, I mean, I guess. I guess that's so broad. Um, I've always found it funny and a play on my name. Oh, the nickname fairy Podmother comes from buried pleasures. I have always found it funny and a play on my name. It's not funny. Never did I take it seriously. If you don't like me, move on. Life's too short to worry about what somebody else does with their platform. And then of course, um, so that quote tweet response was pinned to the top of her Twitter account for everyone to see. With her 16,000 followers, as Teresa has 344 followers. Now, it's not to say that if you don't start something that you're not prepared, or that you should be prepared for a bigger audience to come beat the shit out of you, or try to, but there is a certain responsibility that comes with being a bigger creator. It just, that's, that's how it works. Once you get to be a certain size, 
the actual punching down, which that, oh my God, that 80s movie pod said something about punching down, but he has no idea what the fuck it means. So it was just stupid. Uh, but yeah, that punching down is not healthy and it's not good for a community. And it's, it's not, there's nothing good about doing that. There was nothing good about you pinning it to the top. And I think that's why you unpinned it. And I'm glad that you did. Oh, so there was a lot of that. Okay. And so now what I want to do is I want to play Teresa's statement that she has uh, regarding this incident. And then after that, we're going to dive into Pixie a little bit. And then we're going to wrap up the episode. There was a lot more people involved with this. Again, not a deep dive. This isn't going to be a, a three-hour fucking episode where I talk about how everyone's a hypocrite and this is why. But believe me, the people who did decide to talk shit, I looked into you. And none of you are fucking innocent. And if you want me to go and do a deep dive into all of your asses and actually talk about each and everything, then I fucking will. And trust me, I've done it before. I'll do it again. Fuck you. And here is Teresa's statement on the incident that occurred between her, Pixie, and Pixie's community. I've had a lot of time to think about what I'd like to say. Quite honestly, there really isn't anything to say. If I were to apologize, not apologize, defend what I said and did, go on another spree, none of it would really matter. This so-called community has already made up their mind about me, which I'm totally fine with. The only thing I would like to address is that there's been a few people who have reached out to me to tell me how they've also been attacked for criticizing Pixie and others in the community on various things. This ranges from being deliberately excluded from retweet groups, openly and privately in retweet groups and chats, gossiping about people, and cutting other people down, and also dogpiling on someone when they happen to address an issue. I'll admit, yes, it's secondhand information. However, I do view it as incredibly likely seeing how I got dogpiled on. I find it very disheartening that the couple people I've talked to have expressed that they no longer will and others won't speak up because of concern over being attacked or basically excommunicated. I'm not saying that they're afraid, but it definitely came across that they're very uncomfortable and leery of saying anything again or at all. It seems like it's very much run on intimidation and making examples of anyone who does happen to speak up about anything. Which, I'm far from a victim and far from innocent myself. I knew what I did would catch heat. But to portray yourself and a community as innocent and just a group of fellow creators couldn't be further from the truth. So, before I get labeled as being toxic, might want to take a long hard look in the mirror. The last thing I'll say about this is whoever takes advice from her or her spaces, maybe don't rely so heavily on it. And just keep in mind, she admitted herself that she doesn't even follow her own advice. So if you've been noticing that it's not working for you, start asking other more experienced people. There's a lot of people who will help and want you to succeed. Not people who give dollar store advice because they don't want to chance you being a success story. XOXO, Teresa. There you go. There you have it. There's Teresa's statement. And I think it's important, and I want to point this out, and I think Pixie would agree with me 100% with this, is that Pixie and the community, nobody, nobody can stop you. There's no reason to be scared. 
So what? Pixie can can exile you from her community? So what? Good, actually. That's good. Because the only thing you're going to get is inflated Twitter numbers and no podcast downloads. Because, yes, a bunch of other podcasters might follow you. But they're interested in their podcast growing way more than they're interested in your podcast growing, no matter how supportive they pretend to be. So they can't do anything to you. So don't think that they can. There's nothing to be afraid of. People are just people. And guess what? If a bunch of people decide to dogpile on me for this episode, I could give a fucking shit. Ooh, go fuck yourself. Etc. And so now I would like to play the Rubberneckers podcast segment on this. Now, what I'll say is I heavily edited this to because they go off and talk about other shit that doesn't really pertain to this. So if anything gets misconstrued, it's probably because of my editing. I'll explain one part afterwards, but it, I, I honestly... I think I did a pretty good job still keeping the context in place. But anyway, here are the rubberneckers talking about the incident. Do we want to get into the podcast circle jerk bullshit that's going on? Because Hell yeah. today, Teresa yeah. went in, and I guess this was about Pixie. And here's the here's the funny thing about podcasters. As soon as they have a mm-hmm. podcast, they think that what they, they can do. And I'm not saying this about Pixie, but I've seen this because I've had a, a, a client where I taught her how to podcast. I showed her how to do everything. I got everything done for her. Mm-hmm. And then like three weeks later, she's talking, listen, if you want to learn how to, I'm editing her show because she can't do a fucking thing. So speak into a mic. Right. So then she's like, and she's like, and listen, if you want to learn how to podcast, I am starting a podcasting course. And I'm like, podcasting course. The fuck you don't know. Not, I mean, you know, nothing about podcasting. Sure. I say nothing. Just let I mean, them go. Good to, be, good to be confident. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, what is she going to teach? How to talk in a microphone? Because she doesn't know how to do any of this shit. So there was another podcast circle jerk, which is Pixie and this guy Podfather, Pod underscore Father on Twitter. I don't know. I've never listened to him, so I don't know anything about him. So this was back and forth. And of course, Mike, wheelbarrow full of dicks, me, you, we're in there fucking around, trolling, kind of trolling. I fuck around. Fucking around a little bit. And, and, And Teresa. And so for me, what I... What I want to say about this is that as podcasters, we do teach each other how to do things. I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years now, mm-hmm. and there's not one person has ever come to me with a question or something I haven't tried to help. Now, with the circle jerk of people that I'm here with, they make fun of me. It's a little different, John, because you're talking about production, too, versus like performance. Correct. And that's the thing is most of these people, I'm not even going to say this one in particular because that's what it is. You assume that your performance is good. You're not actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like you're marketing, I guess, promoting. That's one thing. But the reason people don't listen to your show is because it sucks. Because you don't put any well, effort. And also refusing to listen to criticism and just say, well, <sighs> I don't care. I, I, I just, mm-hmm. just do it for fun. I just, I don't get it. You wonder why nobody listens. It's not because fucking you're not being seen and because the fucking you're being held down by no. the, the masses and right. getting lost Man. in the crowd. They've been doing a podcast for five minutes. You know what I'm saying? And I right. think that's part of the beef with the pixie bitches. It's like you're offering information. You sound like you know what you're talking about. You've been doing this for two years. 
that's cool. You don't know anything. Yeah. You think you know some shit, but you don't. And the fact that you're willing to tell somebody with, with all the confidence in the world, then they turn around and shit doesn't work out. And it's not because, you know, you told them that they weren't being present enough on social media. They weren't doing this, that, and the other. It's because they weren't trying to do a fucking podcast. They weren't trying to do things. That's right. See, a lot of these people, they get they get swept up into Twitter and the Twitter spaces and all this shit. And it's like, you should be focusing on your fucking podcast and getting better at podcasting. If I was still doing reviews every single week like I used to be, oh my God, the amount of people in this community that would just get Fs for their podcast would probably be staggering. And you know what? It's because they spend way too much time worried about their social status on Twitter then actually going on Google, simple enough, going on Google and just researching how to do a podcast. Everyone and their brother will tell you. But somehow you have put yourself into an echo chamber where only Pixie gives you your your advice on how you should be doing your podcast. You attend the, the Twitter spaces and you just listen to those people. Research for yourself. It's pathetic. And now, I mean, okay, so the next thing I want to say is five days ago when I decided I was going to make make this episode, I reached out to Pixie and I asked her if she was going to make a statement. And now I'm going to read that conversation to you. All right. All right. I said, hey, just wanted to let you know I'll be putting out an episode this week discussing the community you've cultivated, and I want to be fair and give you a chance to make a statement if you wanted to. She said, let me think of something. And then, Tuesday, I thought of a question for her, so here's, I'll give uh, what she said to this question. Um, I said, when you see a member of your community exhibiting problematic behavior, I was specifically talking about that movie, 80s movie pod, but I didn't tell her that because I was still working on research and stuff. I said, when you see a member exhibiting problematic behavior, how do you feel about it? And would you ever step in? Her response to that was yes, because I'm not trying to alienate podcasters, which was a weird response to me. I did not understand what that meant. The other thing she said was that she does a lot of chatting on back channels and DMs. In other words, if she sees something problematic, she DMs the person and is like, hey, we need to talk about this type shit. And I, my response to that was, why not have it be public? You made the negative stuff public when I uh, referring to when she quote tweeted and pinned the comment from Teresa under her page. So I said, you made the negative stuff public, at least the most recent instance. And her response was, I was responding to a post that directly involved me. I'm not the end-all be-all when it comes to podcasters. Everyone has the right to choose how they react. If I know someone on a personal level, it might have to be a phone call or Zoom. Also, I didn't respond to all of the posts. I said, I think the issue is some people think you are the end-all be-all especially one person in particular I'm looking at, who we all know who that is now. She said, feel free to send me the at, which I did not because I was still doing this. I'm not going to give all my info away immediately. Um, she says, or I said, are you going to do a recorded statement? She said, I was still working on it. 
Um, and then yesterday I was all like, yo. And she said, sorry, my day got busy. Now I'm back at work. So I gave her five days to make a statement. She said she was going to. She decided not to. So just so everybody knows, I'm not excluding Pixie from this. I wanted it to be a more equal thing. But that is what happened there. Now. This has been, I mean, we've said this already. But Pixie has cultivated a vortex (laughs) where people think they're succeeding. But it's just other podcasters circle jerking each other into, into oblivion which is what I will call the the Twitter spaces, is just podcasters circle jerking each other into oblivion. Uh, The people who are gaining a bunch of followers on Twitter, you you know, you might get that dopamine rush from that, but it's all going to come crashing down when that doesn't convert into downloads because it it just doesn't. Again, podcasters are following you on Twitter and then they're not listening to your podcast because they're busy trying to get a bigger following on Twitter. The thing to remember is there's a, there's an old saying, those who can't do teach. Now, Hey, what is teaching? You know, well, you know, what is that? Here's my problem. And I've not discussed this with Bixie because why the fuck would I? No, I've kept quiet. But there has become a reason for me to talk about this now. Number one, um, my darling sister, Teresa, was herded. And I don't like that. So that's one reason to talk about it. Number two, I'm a gatekeeper. Number three, um, I love drama. So those are my three reasons. Now, here's my problem. There's a difference between just helping people, kind of like the rubberneckers we're talking about, kind of like Teresa talked about, just helping people, giving them advice, no strings attached, and charging people. Pixie can no longer say she's just helping people out of the kindness of her heart because she has a Patreon. Now, she'll say that she doesn't know what she's doing and doesn't consider herself a guru, but she's posing as an expert while saying that, so it doesn't work out. She has a Patreon where there's different tiers one dollar is just to support the podcast. That's more than reasonable. Now, there's a ten dollar one where each week she basically gives you homework, allowing you to be creative and giving you the tools to grow. Because if there's one thing about creativity, it's that you have to be allowed to do it. And it comes unnaturally by people allowing you to unlock that. Or. You could just be creative, a creative person. But not everyone's a creative person, and that's the thing. Not everyone should be podcasting. Not everyone's good at it. Not everyone should try it. (laughs) That's the problem. We're all too fucking chicken shit. Not we. But everyone's too chicken shit to just say the real thing. Some people just shouldn't fucking do it because they don't have the ability. 
Some people just don't have the ability to sit and talk in a constructed manner that other people will find interesting and entertaining. Some people just can't fucking do it. But you will never, ever hear Pixie say something like that. Because Pixie doesn't want to alienate anyone because Pixie wants every number she can get for a, for a variety of reasons. <sighs> so, for the $10 a month, you get homework, you get podcasting tips, you get general support, you get video tutorials and lessons, and monthly Ask Me Anything. And then for $50 a month, you get a one-on-one sit-down with Pixie herself, who does not consider herself a guru and who does not think they know what they're doing. So you get a one-on-one sit-down with Pixie. Pixie, who let me remind you. One second. Ah, fuck. One second. I'm getting there. Don't worry about it. We're getting there. Pixie who doesn't take her own advice, because who does? Pixie, who is first and foremost a shit poster, a menace and blight to society, never considering herself a guru, you're going to have a one-on-one sit-down with her, where she will hold your hand and make you do the work to start your own podcast, even though she doesn't know what she's doing. Self-admitted, by the way. That's not me saying that. That's her saying that. Uh, video chat, and apparently it is not for the faint of heart. Now with that one, you get everything from the $10 group and a one-hour consultation from someone who is not a guru or expert or knows what they're doing, in their own words. So if you can see what I'm saying, Pixie, I wish you know you would have had your own statement here, but if you can see what I'm saying, is like those two ideas clash with each other. The way, the way that it probably should work, I'm not just going to blanket say this is how it should be. And by the way, I am a podcast guru. Thank you very much. And I will always say that. I am a fucking podcasting expert. Everyone go fuck themselves. Pay me $50. I will sit down with you for an hour and explain to you in intricate detail how you should podcast and everything that you're doing wrong. I will come with notes. I'm acting like I actually have a Patreon set up. I don't. I don't have anything set up to do this with. I'm just saying that I could actually teach you how to podcast probably. But anyway, I would do it for free because I'm not trying to profit off of people. I don't think I've been podcasting long enough, even if I have the knowledge and I have buried myself in this shit because it's a gigantic passion for me. It's one of my favorite things to do, if not the favorite next to music. And this is why I look at people like this and kind of like they were talking about how people have just started doing a podcast and they're now going to teach everybody how to do a fucking podcast. You don't know how to fucking do a podcast. You're just fucking figuring this shit out. Even though I have the knowledge, I'm still not going to be pompous enough to be like to set something up where I'm going to teach people how to podcast for money. Fuck no, dude. But guess what? I'll give out my advice for free. You know what I did? I made content out of it. You know how I made content out of it? I made my own structure and my own grading process. You know how you made content out of it, Pixie? 
is you said you don't know what you're doing. You let a bunch of other people talk and you just ripped that from Twitter spaces and uploaded it. It's lazy. It's lazy and it's not creative and it's not, it's not a creative way to convert content. It's just not. So people, it's all, it's all fucking, it's all such simple. It's, it's not, how do I put this? You guys, I'm flailing. It's just virtue signaling. Pixie teaches a class on virtue signaling. She says the right buzzwords to get people interested in what she's doing to cultivate an audience that does not engage. It's all fake. None of it. It's all paper thin. You, you are, you are a game of Jenga. But not the whole game. You're just that final, that final piece where if you pull it out in any way but perfectly, it's going to crumble to the ground and you will lose the game. That's what this is. It's not real. It's just not. I... My one of my most popular tweets, and this is this is another reason why I've stagnated on Twitter, is because I'm not going to play this fucking indie podcaster game where I have a bunch of podcasters following me. The reason I don't have more followers is because I refuse to follow back these fucking indie podcasters who are only following me, so I will follow them back. Fuck you! I don't give a shit about you. I don't know you. We haven't interacted. I'm not going to follow you back, and I'm glad you unfollow me when you see I don't follow you back. Fuck you. I don't want that interaction with you anyway. What's it going to do? But my my most popular tweet, just to sh- just just to show how desperate people are for attention and to try to gain a following on Twitter, I posted a tweet asking if anyone wanted me to review their podcast back when I was doing that. And it is my most popular tweet to this day. And <laughs> the amount of people that wanted their podcast reviewed it was ridiculous. I, I You can't say you don't know what you're doing. You're not a guru. And then you know that you consider yourself a leader, Pixie. It doesn't make any sense. You're lying. You're just lying. You consider yourself a leader and you consider yourself a guru. You're just not using the word. What's the difference? I'm a leader of the indie podcast community. I'm a podcasting guru. Is there really that much difference between the statements? I don't think so. And the big problem is it's just an echo chamber that no one's going to accept the information. No one's going to really accept what I have to say in this podcast. But I'm okay with that. Because what makes me a great podcaster, (laughs) besides everything, I love talking to myself. And with that being said... (laughs) My name's Edward. I get anybody, anybody feel free to DM me and feel free to have this conversation with me. Tag me, subtweet me. I don't fucking care, dude. My Twitter is at deadward underscore. That's at D E D W U R D underscore. Same on Instagram. Um, you can follow me on Facebook too. If you feel like it by, uh, 
go into am I canceled? Canceled has two L's because I'm British and there's a question mark at the end of that. And I think that's a good spot to end. Like I said, this is not a deep dive. This is not. This is very surface level shit. There was an incident that inspired me to do this to talk about the same shit. Now, Teresa's big thing, at least it seemed from the tweets, is that I think she focused on the wrong thing. She focused on someone calling them like Pixie uh, being called fairy pod mother. It's just a cringe thing. But her whole community is cringe. It's also it, it is a circle jerk, but it's cringe as fuck. It's not the real world. It's just a bunch of wannabe not not wannabe podcasters, but like wannabe um, attention. They want attention. That's what it is. And it's, everyone scratches each other's back in the community, so everyone's content. But guess what? That's where you're going to stay, and you're not going to go anywhere else. And, like, like I said, I'm contact me, yell at me, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't, I really don't give a shit. Um, but I will do a deep dive if I need to. And there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of fucking skeletons in people's closets who want to throw stones. And that's where I'm going to leave it for now. And with that being said, my name's Edward. This is Am I Canceled? And I will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Well, that was an awful show. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week to find out if we're canceled. Until then, this has been Am I Canceled?